0: Next week, brrr. This is way over our heads. It's a weather and climate podcast. I'm Jim Dubois, Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. Kenny, are we turning a corner here? You know, the last time you and I spoke, I mentioned that uh, come the end of the state fair, and if the state fair were happening this year, the final day of the fair would be this coming Monday, Labor Day. This is Friday, the 4th of September. And I think I had mentioned that you know, in my memory, it seemed like typically within two, three days of the end of the state fair, uh, something just happened where (laughs) suddenly fall is here. Summer is gone, at least for a short period of time. The winds are blowing. Uh, You're seeing highs in the 50s or the low 60s. It looks like we're going to go in that direction next week.
1: Yeah, yeah. One of the instances where lore and kind of, uh, anecdotal uh, observations really do pay off. Yeah, almost as if on cue. We're going to have kind of a a, a sort of warm interlude for the weekend and then boom, the bottom is going (laughs) to drop out and it's going to feel like October. So yeah, I think you're right. And that, you know, we're talking about Monday, Labor Day, temperatures, man, might not even get over 60 degrees in much of Minnesota. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a big change.
0: Summer is not completely off the books quite yet. Of course, we said goodbye to summer, at least meteorological summer, on September 1st, but it is still summer autumnal equinox coming up later this month. But we've got the possibility of some heavy thunderstorms coming up here over the weekend.
1: Yeah, we do. I mean, so there's a basically a pretty active pattern that's going to emerge for the next couple days where we're going to have a low pressure system or actually a couple of them move across the region and it's going to do two things. One, it's going to first pump some warm air back in, especially over southwestern Minnesota. But you know, we'll have southerly winds on Saturday and at least part of Sunday. But the other piece that's probably just as important is it's going to be a potent I mean, a powerful cold front that is going to swing on through, basically covering the whole state, falling in from the Northwest first, late Saturday, and then crossing the rest of the state um, either Sunday or at least by Sunday evening in southeastern Minnesota. And once that happens, it's like we're switching seasons. And in that transition, Uh, Really, especially Saturday night and Sunday, we could see some strong thunderstorms. Now, the greatest risk for these is going to be along and south of the Minnesota River. So kind of think of the area, uh, Redwood Falls, Granite Falls, Redwood Falls down to uh, Mankato. And then, of course, you know, uh, Albert Lee and even Rochester. So essentially, south of the Twin Cities is where the greatest risk is, but you know, we could get into some strong thunderstorm activity, even into the Twin Cities uh, late Saturday night and into Sunday morning. I don't think, and we, we kind of talked about this before we started recording, I don't think this is going to be the storm event of the summer that everybody talks about or that everyone remembers, but... You know, it's, it does have the potential for some hail and some strong winds, especially, again, along and south of the Minnesota River, kind of southwestern and south-central Minnesota. And uh, I'd certainly be prepared for a loud night in the Mankato area. Looks like uh, that area around, you know, New Ulm and Mankato, you know, kind of eastern Renville County and Nicolet County and uh, Brown and Blue Earth Counties. Those areas look kind of like... They're going to get clobbered pretty good. Uh, I don't know if there's going to be damage, but there's certainly the potential for some some tree limbs coming down and some some you know quarter-sized hail. And uh, and then, whew. <laughs> and then <laughs>
0: the well, other you know shoe what? You drops.
1: Know, well, it's so it's so funny because you know we we've, we've been a lot cooler for the last week or so here. We kind of switched already, and we've gotten these previews. But it's mostly been nice weather. And you kind of forget that this time of year in southern Minnesota, the typical daily high temperature is still between 75 and 80 degrees, depending on where you are. So this idea that by Monday, you know, we're going to struggle in southern Minnesota to get temperatures even into the 60s. And in northern Minnesota, you know, we'll have good luck getting into the middle and upper 50s and might even might even not crack 50 degrees in parts of northern minnesota on monday so this is a very different you know it's much colder and if anybody who had been watching the those six to ten and eight to 14 day forecasts for the last week or so you just saw this big bright blue or deep blue blob over the upper midwest and that's actually this air mass now arriving and it kind of enters the scene again on sunday and it's going to stick around all week
0: now, Kenny, are we talking any possible frost in northern Minnesota, or still too early for that? Too early in the season.
1: I wouldn't be shocked if the low-lying areas in northern Minnesota, some of those pockets, the valleys. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they saw at least a light coating of frost. I don't. I don't know if we're going to have a deep, deep freeze anywhere in Minnesota, like a killing, damaging freeze but a little bit of frost certainly seems possible once the transition ends and the winds stop howling out of the north and northwest and you just let the cold air kind of settle in and you get some of those calmer nights. Yeah, that's certainly possible. I mean, we got to remember parts of northern Minnesota, they're almost a different climate zone from southern Minnesota. They tend to get frost earlier, They obviously get much colder in the winter, they don't get as warm in the summer, they lose light earlier and faster as you transition into fall. And so, you know, one way of thinking of it is the September, you know, 8th, 9th, 10th in Southern Minnesota, uh, if you you were to go and and look at typical weather that same time of year in Northern Minnesota, we'd, we'd be three or four weeks later to have the same equivalent conditions in southern minnesota so nor- northern minnesota will be experiencing the equivalent of you know early to mid october weather in southern minnesota i know it's a confusing construct but the idea <laughs> that you know it, it's never apples to apples when you've got that kind of geographic variation in other words they're accustomed to colder conditions in northern minnesota than we are in southern minnesota so shouldn't be surprised if they start talking about frost next week in some parts. I don't I don't I don't have enough information to say oh yeah, widespread, you know, heavy freeze or anything like that, but frosty conditions I wouldn't write it off at all in some of the low-lying areas north of the twin cities. Well, despite the
0: colder temperatures ahead, I don't want to write off summer just yet, but we did bid farewell to meteorological summer on September 1st, Kenny. Looking back on this past summer, climatologically, uh, what do we have? Uh,
1: Warmer than usual? Wetter than usual? How did the summer play out? Uh, It was quite warm. I mean, that's going to be the one thing that kind of stands out. It was not hot. And this is a common theme in recent climate trends. Uh, We really did not have any remarkable hot weather statistics to speak of. Uh, in Minnesota this past summer. But what we did have was a good run. June, July, and August were all warmer than normal. And when you put them together for the Twin Cities area, for example, I think comes out to be the 11th warmest meteorological summer on record. I think it's number 11. And we don't have all of the stats in at the statewide level, but I would expect it to be, you know, top 15 and certainly top 20. Uh, statewide for, for warmth over that three-month uh, meteorological summer. So it was warm, but it wasn't hot. Some of the hottest conditions, as, as common, were out in western and southwestern Minnesota, where we had a couple or a few days where the temperatures exceeded 100 degrees. But there was nothing unusual about the number of days that did that, nor was there anything really unusual about the number of days that hit 90 degrees elsewhere in the state. You know, It's pretty close to normal uh, in that regard over the uh, Twin Cities area. So uh, yeah, just kind of a good warm summer. Precipitation depends on where you were. In the Twin Cities area, we ended up a little bit above normal. Parts of Northwestern Minnesota were way above normal, uh, but then parts of the Northeast and West Central uh, were actually drier than normal. And in again in southern and southeastern minnesota it was kind of a hodgepodge depending on what part of the state You're looking the area around mankato and new Walm, That kind of fort ridgely state park was much wetter than normal because they had two very big events this summer whereas Some of the traditionally very wet areas of far southeastern and south central minnesota were drier than normal uh, I think on balance the precipitation for the summer is going to end up pretty close to normal for, for the state, uh, but temperatures were above normal.
0: Well, Kenny, we talked uh, before we recorded this afternoon on Friday, the 4th of September, about an interesting article that appeared uh, in MinnPost, and uh, we'll post a link to that article on the website, but it mentioned a study that indicated that the day before thunderstorm activity, there was a spike in in the number of patients coming into hospital emergency rooms to deal with COPD and asthma symptoms. And this study speculated that there was something about the air particles preceding a thunderstorm that might have caused this to happen. Now, I know you want to look into this a little bit more, and we'll talk about this in greater detail
1: in the next episode. But have you heard of anything like this before, Kenny? Well, in my world this would be pretty new but what wouldn't be new is the suggestion that there are subtle and maybe important changes in the microchemistry of the air prior to a lot of lightning discharges i mean i think uh, scientists have known that for a while that there are changes there's changes in the concentrations of some of the well-mixed gases nitrogen there's there's also changes in um in sort of the ionization properties so I'd need to know more uh, about what it says, but it does make sense. And I think anybody, I mean, you know, we often hear that there's uh, interesting changes in sort of the quality of the air that people detect. They, They can't put their finger on it necessarily. And we're just talking about anecdotal, you know, stories that people have relayed, but we know, and we've all kind of sensed that, that condition of the atmosphere before a thunderstorm. Um, I've noticed different smells. I'm sure other folks have noticed smells or sights or other, you know, subtle changes. It might not just be our brain, you know, kind of acting up as a, you know, potentially dangerous uh, situation unfolds, but might actually be real changes in the the quality of the atmosphere. So I can see some basis for this. Uh, I just need to read more to understand, you know, okay, well, what is it? And what is it about the air that's actually causing more, say, respiratory distress?
0: All right. Well, next week, we'll talk about that more on Way Over Our Heads. So, Kenny, we are heading into a holiday weekend, uh, recording this on the 4th of September, Friday. Most folks will hear this sometime on Saturday the 5th. What does the forecast look like for the Labor Day weekend and then into next week?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's going to be a pretty typical saturday over most of the state kind of a nice late summer saturday warmest in the southwest not as warm in the northeastern part of the state but temperatures you know in the 60s in the northeast down to the mid and even upper 80s in southwestern minnesota it's going to be a little bit of humidity in there too then we get some big thunderstorms rolling especially through southern minnesota saturday night into sunday morning And again, mostly south of the Twin Cities, but we could even get in on some, at least, you know, loud, maybe some bumpy thunderstorms, but the best chance for hail or damaging winds would would definitely be south of the Twin Cities. And then Sunday morning, the residual warm air will maybe hang out for a little bit in southern Minnesota, but it'll be on its way out, replaced by much colder air mass. That cold air mass, Jim, is going to dominate from Monday Monday right through the following weekend, with temperatures well below normal. Some frost possible, if not likely, in parts of northern Minnesota. Again, I can't speak to the depth of the freeze that that could occur by the middle or end of of next week in northern Minnesota, but it's a very cold air mass, and it's much more like October than September. There are signs, and you would mentioned, let's not count summer out, there are signs that after, you know, a week to 10 days of this much colder than normal air mass, that we would basically get its opposite. And, uh, you know, Minnesota swings back and forth all the time. And it would be silly to assume that just because we have some cold weather in early and mid-September, that the hot weather, the 80s are gone for good. And in fact, some of the charts are showing by the 15th, 16th, and you know, 20th of September that we're back into pretty warm warm conditions. So for all we know, well, we know we're gonna start cool, that the month is gonna the first half of the month is gonna be very, very cool. But for all we know, that could get balanced out by a really warm second half of the month. And that's part of the joy of weather. You never really know once you're more than about five, six, seven days away. It's hard to know exactly what's gonna happen. So that'll be an interesting one to watch. But yeah, then <laughs> after a kind of stormy weekend, watch for a very cool Monday, cool and probably blustery. And then just a cool week uh, will feel like the first week of school for a lot of folks, don't you think? I think so too, Kenny. And even though school for
0: many of our listeners is going to be virtual, it does have that feel in the air. There's no doubt about that. So I guess uh, the word is keep an eye on the skies Saturday night and early Sunday morning. And you better break out, go to the closet, maybe pull out a couple of light jackets, uh, think about uh, pulling out the jeans, saying temporarily goodbye to the shorts and short sleeves, because a real taste of fall is coming our way. Indeed. Sounds like a good plan. Well, Kenny, have a wonderful Labor Day weekend. Same to our listeners. And we'll catch you next time around.
1: We'll talk to you next time. Thanks a lot, Jim.
0: This is Way Over Our Heads, a Weather and Climate Podcast. I'm Jim Dubois. Kenny Blumenfeld's a climatologist. We'll catch you next week.